Welcome to the Fierce Authenticity Podcast, where we're illuminating and dismantling all of the ways supremacy culture has impacted our relationships with ourselves, with source, and with others. Not just the overt ways, like racism, sexism, ageism, alcoholism, and all the other isms, but also the sneaky, cunning ways you wouldn't have thought of, like perfectionism, imposter syndrome, judgment, burnout, the not enoughs, and the hustle to achieve. I'm your hostess, Sharani M. Batuk, and I'm a relationship therapist, leadership development consultant, and author of the book series, Fierce Authenticity. Whether you're a returning listener or you're new here, I want to extend a very warm welcome to you and invite you to connect with me through the Fierce Authenticity newsletter community. If you're ready to rise above an inherited systematic invasion rooted in fear and lack so that you can calm and refocus those energies towards reclaiming a fiercely authentic personal relationship grounded in an abundance and love that is so radiant all your other relationships are elevated with you, then this is the space for you. I invite you to visit www.fierceauthenticity.com slash connect to join me. I'm so excited that you're here. And now let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. Today is our fifth and final review episode for our pre-season three review period. And it is going to be really good. However, before we go there, I want to let you know that we are still in our pre-publication early supporters campaign for the publication of Fierce Authenticity 2.0, Supremacy's Impact on Our Relationships. Now, whether you're new here and this is our first time together or you've been listening to the podcast previously, I want to let you know that if you have not already done so, then please, please, please visit the link in the show notes or head on over to www.fierceauthenticity.com slash on the journey so that you can learn how you can get in on this movement, how you can become a trailblazer, blazing the path for the rest of our world to know and experience what Fierce Authenticity 2.0 is and how it will help you and me and everyone else rise above all of the systemic crap that we have been programmed into us, everything that we've been conditioned to, everything that has messed with our psyche as a result of supremacy culture. And how that shows up in the violence that we utilize to perpetrate oppression against ourselves and others. Because as long as we keep those blinders on that supremacy culture has put on us, then we are not going to be able to do the work of dismantling the systems that are in place. 
because we continue to support those systems. Systems are upheld by the people in them because the people in them create the culture and culture is the scaffolding of that system. So if we want systems of oppression and supremacy and patriarchy and colonialism and all those other toxic, toxic things that have gotten passed down to us, if we want those systems to collapse, then we need to do it Trojan horse style from the inside out. And that looks like you and me getting together and doing our work to understand what this is, where it came from, and to develop practices that you can engage in so that you no longer stay asleep to the ways that supremacy culture shows up in our relationships and continues to keep us all oppressed. So again, please visit www.fierceauthenticity.com slash on the journey or visit the link in the show notes so that you can learn how you can be an early supporter of the movement and join as a part of the pre-publication process. I mean, there are some amazing perks that range from receiving an ebook bundle of both the first Fierce Authenticity, which really lays the foundation, and then the second book once it launches in December of 2021. And ranging up to being a publishing partner, like to be acknowledged in the acknowledgement section as a partner in the publication process and being able to receive an invite-only behind-the-scenes Q&A session as my editor and I are reviewing the manuscript. I mean, you guys, this is stuff that people don't get to see behind the scenes of. This is stuff that usually remains behind closed doors. And because healing happens in community and fierce authenticity 2.0 is about so much more than just you and me, it is about a global community and a global movement. And I can't do this on my own, which is why I am inviting you onto this journey with me. It's why I'm letting you in behind the scenes with me. So again, link is in the show notes. Come and join me. Join me and the other trailblazers who have already joined this movement, joined this journey so that we can uplift this message so that we can create the world that it is we truly want to see. A world that's free from racism and hatred and suffering and the pain that we see. www.fierceauthenticity.com slash on the journey. Now, with that, today's episode is so online with exactly what it is that I just shared with you. Because in today's episode, we're talking about how disconnection is one of the tools supremacy uses to keep us oppressed. Disconnection from ourselves, with source, and with others. And when we're disconnected from ourself with source and we're others, we're also disconnected from the earth and her other beings and the planets and the water 
and the waterways and the mountains and the forests and everything else that's pretty much on fire right now or melting and creating all of this other chaos that we see. So not only are we in humanitarian crises as a result of supremacy culture and what it's done, but we're also in global climate crises. And you guys, the thing that you need to know before we start off the new season, before we launch the brand new episodes next week is you need to know and understand on a truly deep level how it is that this is a tool that supremacy culture uses so that it can continue to oppress us and utilize us as tools for its furtherment. I know that doesn't make sense, but I see this visual in my mind as, you know, this disconnection. That's what supremacy does to keep us oppressed so that the agenda of supremacy gets moved forward instead of the agenda of healing. So enjoy this episode. Take a screenshot, post it on your stories on Instagram, share it on your LinkedIn, tag me at Sharani M. Batuk, shoot me a DM. Let me know what it is that you got from this episode, what aha insight, what lit up and woke up for you. And to join me on that pre-publication supporters journey, visit the link in the show notes and get in on this super exciting opportunity to be a contributor to elevating this message out into the rest of the world. Enjoy. Today, we are going to be talking about disconnection. Did you know that disconnection is one of the most powerful ways the colonial capitalist white supremacist patriarchy works? Disconnection from ourselves, disconnection from our hearts, disconnection from one another, and disconnection from our intuition and our source, our creator, our God. Just let that sink in for a moment. Now you might be wondering, what purpose does disconnection serve? Well, here you go. Disconnection is meant to keep you isolated and weak. Think about it. You are weaker when you are by yourself. There is strength in numbers, and you are stronger when you are connected with yourself, with others, and you are the strongest when you are connected to source, spirit, creator, God, goddess, a higher power of your understanding, and your own inner knowing. It reminds me of a line from A Course in Miracles that says, You think you have many different problems, but you have only one. Your disconnection from God. It's one of those things where we're taught that being connected to ourselves or to a divine source is not important or we don't talk about that. You know, in the colonial capitalist culture, we're very much taught to be individualistic and 
very self-serving. And I know that for me, what disconnection looks like, and I mean that disconnection of not being connected to myself, not being connected to my heart, my soul, my spirit, not being connected to my intuition, and not being connected to a source of power greater than me. And this is what it used to look like for me. And don't get me wrong, I can still go there sometimes. Disconnection for me looks like getting overwhelmed by confusion. I fall into fear, and I think I'm having to do everything all alone. It feels very lonely in that place. I start to run around in circles, freaking out on the inside. But on the outside, I make it look good. I can make it look really good on the outside. But on the inside, I am freaking the F out. And I'm super confused. And I get lost. And just really running around and around in circles, not knowing what to do. And I feel like I have to do everything all alone. Because I've lost my connection. Now, Robin Morning and I actually spoke about this in episode 10 of the podcast when we spoke about liberation. Robin mentioned how one of the pitfalls that we can fall into as change makers, visionaries, revolutionaries, and disruptors of the status quo is that we know we're here to do big, important things, but we think that we have to do them all on our own. And what happens when we do that? What happens when we think that we have to fulfill these ginormous world-changing missions all by ourselves? We get overwhelmed by the task and find ourselves in the paralysis that leads to procrastination. And well, we already talked about what happens with procrastination back in episode 9.0. And you know what colonizers knew very well, and actually what they still know? They knew there was power in collectivist and in indigenous culture. They knew the people of the land had practices that made them more powerful than the colonizers ever would be. You know, I recall growing up and learning that my great-grandmother's name was Catherine and that she identified as Catholic. And I used to think to myself, but how is that possible? Our family identified as Hindu. So how was my great-grandmother On my mom's side, how was her name Catherine, and how was she Catholic? I was told that great-grandmother wanted to be a schoolteacher, but that she couldn't be if she was Hindu or Muslim or pretty much anything other than Catholic or Christian. You see, the colonizers were afraid. As a little girl, I was told that not even Hindus of the Brahmin caste were allowed to leave India during the time of colonization because the British were scared that if Brahmins of the Hindu tradition left India, 
they would spread their faith and their practices to other colonized lands. And so my paternal great-great-great-grandfather changed his name and volunteered for the false promise that colonizers make. New lands and new opportunities. What a sham. (laughs) If you're enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast, then hop on over to coffee.com slash Sharani. That's ko-fi.com slash Sharani, where you can support the podcast. You'll find a link in the show notes to help direct you there. So my maternal great-grandmother, who lived in those colonized lands, converted to Catholicism so that she could pursue her dream of being a school teacher. And the funny thing is, the colonizers had no idea that despite their efforts to control the people they had colonized, the people continued to uphold their culture and their spiritual practices under wraps. The people remained connected to their power. Sadly, though, over time, the people started to get so worn down by the colonial capitalist culture that forces you to work hard for this promise that if you just work hard enough, you'll be able to make it. And so they got worn down and they started to forget. They started to forget the power that they had direct access to. But then were born the people of the generation of you and me. And we started connecting to thoughts and practices that were powerful, yet at the same time felt big and scary because we didn't know what to do with it. Oh, you're imagining things the adults would say. Those things don't exist. You're being silly. So parts of us began to believe them, even though there was another part of us deep within that never forgot. Parts of us fell asleep to the access, to the power that we have that lives deep within us. And yet, there was that part of us, continues to be that part of us, that knows. Then over the past several years, as more and more of our fellow black and brown-bodied brothers and sisters got killed, and racism and racial justice, or rather the injustice, came rushing up to the surface, kind of like, You know, all the people came out when I lived in New York for grad school. There was a saying that local New Yorkers, in particular my friends up in the Bronx, used to say, and it would be summertime. And all of a sudden, every single person would be out in the street, mostly playing in fire hydrants and stuff. And they would say, yeah, you know, they're just coming out like cockroaches. 
And of course, that's a terrible thing to say in retrospect. And yet that's what it was like. It was like all of a sudden, all these people started crawling out of the woodwork, coming out like cockroaches, exposing their ugliness, exposing the shadow parts of us as a collective, as a society. And as all of this started going down, and maybe even before that, because if you're a change maker and a visionary like me, you start to feel into these patterns and, and move through them before others do. So as this started happening, parts of you began to stir. You didn't know what or why or how it was all connected. You just knew that there was something stirring and awakening within you. And you also knew you're here to do big, important, world-changing work. But since parts of you were still disconnected from yourself, your spirit, your intuition, and your source, you walked around with a whole heck of a lot of confusion. You knew you weren't fulfilling your purpose. You knew there was something more for you. And you couldn't quite put your finger on it. And now, here you are. And the world as we know it is falling apart. Crumbling all around us. And you know that you have got no more time to mess around. You've got important, world-changing work to do. And it all begins with your connection to yourself, to your heart, to your soul, to your spirit, to your intuition, and to the divine source from whom all of this comes. Your reconnection is where your power lies. Your reconnection is your liberation. Don't let the colonial capitalist, white supremacist patriarchy, who teaches you to live in fear and disconnection and isolation, win. No, do not let that win. Instead, take the time to reconnect with your wisdom and power that you carry within. I have a special practice I recorded to help you with this. It's incredibly powerful and has even moved and awakened me as I channeled the message and the music choice dropped in. I could just feel the power of it reverberating in my body. And I'm so excited to share this practice with you to help you as you do one of the most rebellious things and reconnect 
with yourself and your power. Visit the link in the show notes to get your access to this incredible practice that I've recorded for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I look forward to being with you again next week. I want to take a moment to honor and acknowledge the amazing support team that helps make this podcast possible for you. Starting with Diego Velasquez, our podcast editor and the talented artist who created our custom music. Ana Olvina, my wonderful assistant who creates all of our beautiful graphics and the transcript of every episode, which you can find over at www.fierceauthenticity.com. Biana Sandich, who writes our amazing show notes and does it so well that I bet you couldn't tell it wasn't me. The talented Jillian at Epoxy Studios, whose photography is our cover art and pretty much every other curated image that you see of me on social media. My husband, who puts up with me when it's 11.30 p.m. on a Sunday night and I'm like, hey babe, I gotta record a podcast episode. Like, right now. Is that okay? My higher power, whose divine wisdom flows through me to bring these messages to you. And last but not least, I want to thank you, my listener, so much for listening in. If you'd like to join the podcast support team, some ways you can do so are by rating and reviewing the podcast, sharing it with everyone you know, and if possible, making a financial contribution through the link in the show notes so that you too can be part of the team elevating this podcast and making it possible to bring to other listeners like you. I'm sending you so much love and we will be together again soon.